It's my birthday, it's my birthday. This is the song while I sing when it's my birthday. Good. If only there was some sort of existing birthday song you could use. Do you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to give you grief for this on, on your actual birthday. Did I mention it's my birthday? It's your birthday. Yeah. So, what would you like for your birthday? If you could have anything for your birthday, what would you like for your birthday? Um, I, Ben Baker, on my yep. 39th birthday, yep. from you, Phil Catterall, would yep. like to not have to edit a new episode of Twilight's Child again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that seems fair. Shall we just... Um... I would like to go to the pub instead. No, that's fair. Shall we just chuck a few quizzes together and... Uh, and, and what the hilarious quizzes that we have in every episode yeah. of the regular Don't Let's Chat, let, let's, which let's... I do when you scythe. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's 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 get a few of those, stick them together, and call it an episode. What about adding a new one in between, though, that no one's ever heard? Sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I I guess that could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest; it'll save time. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know why we're still talking right now. Yeah. Fair enough. In fact, I don't think I'm even going to make it to the end of this cent. <laughs> Of course, that was the BBC's law. They said you couldn't say Coca-Cola because then people would go, whoa, Ray Davis off of Kink said Coca-Cola. I had no idea that product existed before. (laughs) (laughs) The BBC endorses a soft drink. Yes. So what I've done is I've got 10 lyrics that mention brands. Right. But to keep it BBC friendly, Mm. I've taken those out and replaced them with generic terms. Okay. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Like Sting and Tantric. Like nut-in-mouth product. I am guaranteed to satisfy. <laughs> is, it, is it Snickers, Ben? It is. It is uh, from One Week by the Benecked Ladies. I'm Luke, I'm five, and my dad's Bruce Lee drives me round in his not-car. I think it's JCB, man. I think it's This is from this love is JCB, so well done. I kissed a girl and I liked it. The taste of her cherry in edible mouth waxings. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best not to call you an idiot because I realise that's becoming, you know, it's becoming de rigueur at this point. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, listeners. It's your old pal Gareth from Retrospecticus, a Simpsons and Modern History podcast. And to celebrate the birthing day of the master quiz master himself, I'm here to chip in a quick question. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of an easy one, so the subject that everybody's really up to speed on, uh, perfectly cromulent, I'm sure we'll all remember it. So, new wave of new wave. Who got higher in the charts, Smash or These Animal Men? <laughs> the answer, as we all know, was Smash, who got to number 26 with I Want to Kill Somebody. Although these animal men spent two more weeks in the top 75 in total. And that's about it. Sorry once again for the obvious question. Listen to Retrospecticus, and happy birthday, Ben.
So, uh, for listeners who might not know, because uh, it is still going, the Sunday Sport was this revelation in the mid-80s when David Sullivan, who had published porn magazines, decided to get into the newspaper biz uh, in 86 and basically put out a newspaper which was full of barely clothed women, sex chat lines, and, and, and lies. You know, and Stories that were <laughs> largely bollocks. <laughs> so, uh, I have got ten Sunday Sport headlines that were really published in the paper. Mm-hmm. I've taken out a word. You tell me what the word is. Oh, God. Number one. I wasn't flashing my willy. I was shoplifting blank. Pepper army. I'll give you that. Sausages. Sausages. Oh. <laughs> my my initial thought was sausages, but I thought the specificity was funnier, Ben. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Number two. Blank's face grows on white cliffs of dover now this was from 1990 if it helps so think of someone who was very popular in 1990 oh um gaza it is gaza gaza's face <laughs> grows on white cliffs of dover is the correct answer <laughs> number three can't believe i got that world war ii bomber found on blank um is it gaza <laughs> it is equally unlikely um, uh, moon. It's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, it was found on the moon, apparently. And then later on, years Wait. later, went World War Two bomber has disappeared from moon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? They went and looked, and there was no World War Two bomber on the moon. That sounds suspicious, Ben. I know. I know. It's the, one of the one of the ones I didn't put in was did Hitler train monkeys to go into space? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think he did. Oh, Number four. Lad shat in teacher's blank to dodge exams. <laughs> it would upset me if someone shat in mine. That doesn't narrow it down. There's, there's... No, I don't think so. Unless it was toilet. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I don't want someone coming to my house and using my toilet without, you know, me being fully cognizant and consenting. Um, no. Oh, is it shoe? Oh, no. It's kettle. <laughs> Well, oh. If I was trying to get out of an exam, what's the thought process flowchart that goes exam shitting kettle? Did you not see that Beano where Roger the Dodger <laughs> says, here's a great prank, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher comes in and is like, oh, sounds cancelled. <laughs> Five, drunk killed during DIY blank transplant. Now it's not penis. Okay. I'm just gonna say now it's not. <laughs> I've tried to stay away from general liver. <laughs> I'm afraid the answer is head. <laughs> I don't know what he was what transplanted it with. It doesn't say like with a microwave oven or something like that. It's like I mean that headline is surely man cuts off head. That's not. No, there's not, we, there's we, not a, let's carry on. Six world farting championships wrecked by blank. Is it follow through, Ben? I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> oh dear. It, it's a word that's been on too many people's lips for the last few years. Oh, is it Brexit? It is Brexit. <laughs> the, the person quoted in it, amazingly, yes, was Mr. Methane. We all remember his work. Yeah, his work being some farts. 
Seven. Some Seven. I've bonked 500 women pretending to be James blank. Sadly, the answer is not the cat. <laughs> I was going to say Acaster, but that's not... <laughs> Bless him. Um, is it? Is it Bond? It's not James Bond. It's James... Okay. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> People like what they like. They do, they do. People with a face a little bit like James <laughs> Number eight. Blank, blank, blank champ found dead in cupboard. It's a three-worder. Is it hide-and-seek, babe? It is hide-and-seek. <laughs> hide-and-seek champ found dead in cupboard from 1995. I mean, you oh. can see why he was the champion then. That's Number nine. <laughs> This one's real, I'm telling you. Jeremy Corbyn sex dwarf <laughs> eaten by blank. <laughs> I can't confirm it's an animal. Oh, I was going to say, is it Tom Watson? But no. Yes, <laughs> um... Is it a cow? It's not a cow. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Jeremy Corbyn sex dwarf eaten by otters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm floating out to sea, apparently. I say, how many otters was it? Because if he was completely swarmed by otters, then... I don't know. They did interview him amazingly. I mean, I'm surprised. Ian Otter, 37, an unemployed plasterer, said... Good old Ian Otter. At number 10, and I've tried to keep these as clean as possible. You've no idea how hard it was to find ones (laughs) that aren't just... I shove X up Y. So... (laughs) Uh, uh, if you don't like language, maybe just skip 30 seconds on. Ten years ago, the lotto made me a millionaire. Now I suck off dogs for blank. Now, I've actually seen this one, so I know that the answer is quavers. It's great what I want to know is how the dogs have got hold of these quavers, Ben. That's... <laughs> Hello. It's Andrew and Lisa from the Round the Archives podcast here. We've talked about Dixon of Doc Green in episodes 10 and 27 of RTA, but to the nearest 5%, what percentage of episodes are missing, do you think? Well, they made 432 episodes of Dixon, but only 32 now survive. That's over 92% missing. So when Doctor Who fans start complaining about missing episodes, watch out or we'll send you to Doc Green Dick. Can't I just say the Nick? Oh, oh, so you've done a bit of art surgery, whatever. Have you you found some sort of list? Well, I have. I found the top ten Yorkshiremen. But because the, you like a bit of a quiz, I thought I'd do it. Mm-hmm. I'd do an impression of them, and you can guess who the Yorkshiremen are oh, through good. my John Coulshaw style genius of voice. At ten, right? Who is this? Oh, I've been playing some cricket up to town, and I'm an eight old bastard. <laughs> Now, um, yeah. so the the problem I've got here, Ben, is that I know this isn't Parky, but that is definitely your Parky impression, as as anyone who's listened to, to Parky any- is not on the list. So. No, no, that's that's fine. But anyone that's listened to the pod to any of your podcasts will know that is your Parky impression. Is it Jeffrey Boycott? Because that's yes, the only it is Jeffrey Boycott. <laughs> that's well, the man. only Yorkshire cricketer that I could possibly think of. Uh, and the sport continues at nine. 
Now then, young man, I am oh, I'm managing all them footballs and the going it goal and I oh, bloody loads of them, bloody loads of goals and uh, yeah, thanks. So, so, what's that? You said Brian Clough. It was Brian Clough. Well done, well done. At that. Right, so so as someone who lives in in Nottingham, I probably, I mean, we've got a statue of him and a road named after him and everything. <laughs> so if I was going to guess any football manager, I probably should have guessed that one. So at eight, to me, to dead. What? Uh, too, 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 too soon. That'll be that'll be Rotherham's greatest sons, the Chuckle Brothers, won't it, Ben? Yeah, who I met. I've got a picture of them. The um, we pal Louis Bath with uh, Jonathan Sloman. You know, very lasses are listed, and they're interested in inhaling some chuckle musk. I feel a bit. Do sick. you know you've you've <laughs> said some extremely grim things in your time, but inhaling some chuckle musk is probably the worst. Just just. I move didn't on. have a dust must around his just, funeral. Or just now. move on. Okay, seven. Uh, a mother said, "Oh, there's." Oh bugger! There's some there's some sugar lumps and they've got it bed and they said, "Oh mother, what am I going to do?" <laughs> well, I was I was going to guess the late Jimmy Clitheroe for a bit there, but but then you added the uh, the the pathos of the the sugar lumps. So I'm going to go for Alan Bennett. <laughs> it was Alan Bennett. Well done. <laughs> oh mother! <laughs> so he did everything. He was his catchphrase. <laughs> For number six, I'm going to have to move far away from the microphone. No, no, excuse me. I'm a shouting man! <laughs> Any idea? Brian Blessed. She was Brian Blessed. <laughs> right, at five, this is... I, I do know this is a good one, this is going to be. Uh, uh, I'm one of them presenters. What does driving a car? And I'm gonna stick my dick in the exhaust pipe and ask you if you want to phone a friend. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, from the context clues, I'm gonna guess it's Jeremy Clarkson. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. You, you did not nail the the voice. I'll be very honest with you. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Clarkson gonna have a wank over a phone yesterday. Yeah, let's 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 move on. All right, number four. Hello, I am uh, a Galway girl. I fell in the river. <laughs> I will put some guitar at the back of it, you know. I, I don't think I've ever heard him speak. <laughs> also, right. I didn't know him from Yorkshire. Right, I'm g- based on just the two words Galway girl. Is Ed Sheeran from Yorkshire? Apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> from Halifax. Here's, here's number three for you. Oh, space! Yeah, that's it. I mean, I might need a little bit more to go on. Oh, I'll do one of his other roles, right? Oh, disabled fellow with some telepathy! Um, I'm not getting this one. Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh. Two of his classic roles there. As, right, uh, Ian Space Captain, so, so and uh, Disabled John from the X Men films. Right, okay. Now number two, bastard, bloody bastard, bastard, oh bastard, bloody bastard. Oh, I've been killed as inevitably I am in every role. Oh, sure, mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, uh, number one, apparently this is the greatest Yorkshireman of all time. Uh, I agree, I think he's a fantastic Yorkshireman. Uh, what, what, but the Norwegian Blues? Oh, he's just having a kip. And then the other fella speaks, and he goes, No, he's, no, it's just fine. It's fine, so he's asleep. Sorry, it's, it's Ma- Michael Palin. It's Michael Palin. No, let me finish. That's it, I finished now. Okay, is it Michael Palin? It was Michael Palin. Um... Hi, Ben. Hi, Phil. Happy just after Christmas. This is Justin Lewis, a.k.a. When is Births. You may or may not know me for my date-related trivia cards on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Not just my birthday cards, When is Births, a daily gathering of famous birthdays for every day of the year, but also my new weekly project, When Was Things, in which I assemble all the TV, music, films and books from a month in history. Here is my question. What connects the following television series? Mr. Bean, Top of the Pops, Heidi High, and Eddie Izzard's Cows. The answer is, they were all first broadcast on January the 1st, New Year's Day, respectively in 1990, 1964, 1980, and 1997. Happy New Year, and yes, I am aware that Eddie Izzard's cows only went out once. As we all know, we all like a stand-up DVD at Christmas, assuming it's 2006. Or earlier. Or you're in CX. <laughs> That's true. So, this is a Christmas quiz based on the comments on stand-up routines on YouTube by famous comedians. Okay. So you have to guess from the clues provided mm-hmm. which comedian is being talked about by the always uh, wonderful YouTube community. <laughs> <sighs> go on, then. Let, Number let, one. Let's have a go. Number one. The UK's Robin Williams, but funnier. I nearly coughed up a kidney laughing so hard watching this. Any idea yet? Is it Eddie Izzard? It's not Eddie Izzard. I've moved is on. It, is it Lee Evans? It's not Lee Evans. Oh, I don't know that. Love this. It's pissing hilarious. Much respect to the Royal Welsh and British fighting overseas now. Is it Jethro? Got... No. <laughs> Cracking on. He's old school comedian. When he could say shirtlifter without people getting upset and crying. Sorry, getting upset, comma, crying. Is it Jim Davidson? And finally, the Simon Weston slash Denzel bit is brilliant. Say it's Jim Davidson. <laughs> it's Jim Davidson. <laughs> the UK's Robin Williams. He's not, though. In a, the, how? Number two! How good is this fella when he's uncensored and uncut? No wonder he terrifies the BBC speaking the truth the way he does. Is it Roy Chubby Brown? It's not Roy Chubby Brown. Okay. I lost my mouthful on the Pudsley eye socket gag. Pudsley eye socket gag. That's I, what it says. I don't I don't know, and I don't think I want to know. The Lost Profits joke was absolutely legendary. No, I don't I still don't know this one and I don't like it. The proclaimers have let themselves go. Is it Frankie Boyle? It is Frankie Boyle. Wow. He terrifies the BBC so much they keep giving him a series. I was gonna say they keep paying him and letting him do things. Number three, observation comedy isn't as funny as his tales. Um, You don't have to guess, it's fine. No, it's fine, keep going. If he told his jokes with no mild obscenities, they would not be hardly funny. God bless. 
No, keep going. What happened was Denzel never seen it, he was asleep. Is it Jethro, Ben? I suppose the country bumpkins may find him mildly amusing. Okay. It's Jethro. It is Jethro. Do you know what Jethro's real name is? Ian Jethro. Jethro. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, you don't have Rowe. to you don't have to convince me. I one hundred percent believe you immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've never seen a Jethro uh, stand up ever. I have. I when I was let me think here, I must have been about sixteen or so. We were around at a mate's house for his birthday and we'd played computer games until stupid o'clock while drinking beer that we shouldn't have been allowed to have. And then someone put a Jethro video on, and I, I was very confused as to why this was a thing that was happening. Although number four, very very poor attempt at Alf Garnet. It's not Al Murray, is it? It is Al Murray. There we if go. If anyone can't see this act is ironic, they are beyond saving. And people who take this character. Not spelt right. Seriously, it's just banter. If you don't take to it or get it, just watch something else. Or, you know what I'm going to tell people they should watch? The pilot of Union Jackass, Al Murray's American sitcom pilot. But for anyone that hasn't seen it, which is most of you, statistically speaking, um, imagine if that bar from that episode of Frasier that Daphne finds that reminds her of home was a whole sitcom (laughs) by itself. Because that's what it is. That's what it Go is. Go blow me, Mary Poppins. I mean, uh, yeah. the governor. Yeah, it's that. Number five. This is all in capital, so we'll have to shout it. Okay. Pure class. Been laughing at him since eighties. Once gone, that's it. No one like him. Political correctness will now take over. Deserves a knighthood, in my opinion. I'm gonna need another one. Some people have a huge stick up the arse. I'm, I'm going to need some more. Britain's answer to Kevin Bloody Wilson, a both anti-PC genius. Is it Freddy Starr? And finally, RIP to his son. He's in God's company now. God bless. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, funny that his son died. It's just, he's in God's company now. God bless. No, I, I, I understand. The comment is funny, not the death. Who, 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 who is the least political correct of all the comedians? Roy Chubby Brown. It's the correct answer. Right, okay. Oh, dear. He's not relying on cheap laughs like modern comedians, that's in speech marks. Of course Saying F the Tories or F Trump. He tells proper jokes. What a lad. I once saw him walking down Mare Street in Hackney. He had his old laughing the way he was walking. A bit like John Major, but with more attitude, if you see what I mean. A proper geezer. <laughs> John, who could be like John Major with more attitude? I mean, literally anyone. I could be John Major, but with more attitude, Ben. Yeah, That's yeah, not... you could, yeah. It's Mike Reed. It's Mike Reed. It's Mike Reed. Not that Mike Reed. He's also a racist, but in a different way. And finally, in this quiz of terror, Terry Christian has let himself go. Oh, okay. Robbie Williams has let himself go. Yeah, okay. We we all know. Morrissey has let himself go. Yeah, it's Stuart Lee. And Mark Kermode has let himself go. (laughs) Stuart Lee, yeah. He's a correct answer. (laughs) I'm going to see Stuart Lee next year. I'm quite looking forward to it. Well, don't accidentally go in the Mark Kermode and Morrissey (laughs) Museum by mistake.
Hi, it's Paul from Hark, the 87th Precinct podcast, the only podcast in the world dedicated to Ed McBain's seminal series of police procedural novels, The 87th Precinct. And my question is this. In 1972, Burt Reynolds starred in the film Fuzz, an adaptation of one of Ed McBain's crime fiction books. But what was the fruit that so troubled Burt when he appeared on The Smell of Reeves and Mortimer? The answer was, of course, a plum, which Bert had been thrown into a quandary about because of its proximity to a small dead deer. The solution, according to Bert's own book, was to ax someone else. Thanks very much, everyone. Fare thee well. Now, Phil, out of interest, yeah. do you like the films of Disney? I mean, as, as much as anyone does, yeah. I didn't want your life story. Uh, I just wanted to know if you like the Disney films. Uh, do you remember Lady and the Tramp? I do. Do you remember anything in it other than the bit with the spaghetti? <laughs> no, that's that's the only bit. No, exactly. No, no, nobody does. It's one of uh, the cinema's most romantic love stories, the spaghetti bit, and then 82 more fabulous minutes of it's, something with it's, dogs. It's one of the, the only seven types of story dogs eat spaghetti that's one of them uh, it, it is actually it's, it's also weirdly one of George Carlin's seven words you can't say on television <laughs> don't, don't know how that works also do dogs even like spaghetti have we tested this I, I mean dog, dogs will basically eat anything from what I remember so so really you could replace that scene with that, like the romantic like the uh, sucking the spaghetti and then the moment of kiss with like you know an old sock or yep. some flumps <laughs> discarded oh. You know, a bird that one of them has caught and savage, that sort of thing. You can do that. I mean, that you? seems more likely to say. It does. It does. I don't know why. Because what Disney have known for their savage realism. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the Dogma 95 remake of Lady and the Tramp. It's just filming a dog next to some bins. And do you know, the English version of Dogma 95 is, of course, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> It, it's the num the number is affected by the <laughs> by the import tax. So yeah. anyway, the reason I mentioned Lady and the Tramp is that it came out in 1955 on this very day in America, right. and and has been loved by people who again probably don't remember very much about it. People who have seen it, sure. Yeah. It's so, a Disney film. It's fine. Yeah. So this week's quiz is based entirely around the theme of Lady and the Tramp. Oh, and no. because I had to think of the ultimate versions, obviously, of a lady, uh, so I thought of oh, Lady God. Diana Spencer, Princess, uh, late Queen of Hearts, yeah, yeah, and a tramp. Right. So I'm going to give you some facts, and you tell me if they're about Lady Diana Spencer, late Queen of Hearts, or a tramp. I don't want to do this. Really don't. Cool. Number one, born on the Sandringham Estate. I'm not. I'm not doing this. That's bad, that's bad luck, that's Lady Diana Spencer. I know, it's, it's close. Number two, ate some chicken out of a bin. Still not doing this. Oh, well, uh, that, that was the, that was the tramp, sadly. Number three, was murdered by the Queen Elizabeth. No, right, I'm no, telling you, he's trying to stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So, Phil. Yes, Ben. Do you like Dickens? <laughs> you are a child. 19 episodes. <laughs> no, I of course mean Dickens, comma, Charles. Oh. 
you know, yeah. from the Cheers titles. No, I'm I'm aware of his work. So, that's a bit of holiday fun. I'm not sure who's holiday or indeed who's fun. I've got ten facts about Charles Dickens. Oh, have you? But, but, but. I've replaced one of the words. Oh, no. Yeah, I've gone back to this one. It, 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 in a feature already been described as people as not as good as the other one. <laughs> what is the wrong, wrong part of these facts? Okay. Number one, Charles Dickens was born on the 7th of February, 1812, in Pismuth. <laughs> is it Portsmouth, Ben? No, it was eighteen thirteen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was part. It was part of Yeah. Eighteen thirteen, or halfway through the Simpsons on Channel Four, <sighs> of course. Number two. Growing up, Dickens had a difficult childhood and was often in and out of your dad. <laughs> right. So, so we're not going for the gradual escalation this time. We're starting that with probably, Pismuth. It calms and... down a bit. It calms down a bit after this. It does I it really? A start. Does it yeah. really? Okay, because we've had Pismuth and in your dad so far. So we'll, we'll t- I'm going to say Borstal. Well, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, school? Yes, it was school. Right, okay. Yes. Number three. During his time as a newspaper journalist, he would often send sketches to magazines and newspapers under the pseudonym Bez. Well, I'm assuming it's not Bez, but I don't know what the hell it was. Was it Baz? Oh, change it to another uh, vowel. Buzz? No. Biz? No. Boz? Yes! <laughs> Boz, well done. I was running out of vowels. Number four, he famously wrote the books A Tale of Two Cities, David Copperfield, and A Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> well, I mean, he did write A Muppet Christmas Carol, Ben. We've all seen the film. Documentary. He's, he's, he's present in it. Where we all see he is a small purple creature. <laughs> yeah, so we just removed the word Muppet from that one, right? That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you've broken the, the format. Point, you've yeah. broken the format. Uh, number five. Throughout his life, Dickens was fascinated by magic and the paratroopers. Is it paranormal instead of paratroopers, Ben? It was. It was yeah. originally it was Barry Norman, but well, that might be too obvious. <laughs> or, or paranorman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number six. Spruce Hill, Pennsylvania, is home to a life-size bronze statue of Dickens. And Little Plum. I mean, I'm assuming it's not Little Plum, the Beano character, so it's Little <laughs> no. something. Is it Little Little Nell? Yeah, it's Little Nell, yes. There we go. We'll have also accept Wilbus. No, no one will accept your Wilbus. Just no, move on. No, won't. It's not no. accepted anywhere. No. It's very much the anti-American express. <laughs> That'll do appallingly, sir. Anyway. Number seven. Yep. Dickens was working on a novel when he died called The Mystery of Edwin Collins. It's Edwin Drood. I know that one. <laughs> it's originally Edwin Starr, and I thought, no, actually, Edwin. <laughs> the last line of uh, the mystery of Edwin Starr is, of course, whoa, what is he good for? And <laughs> there was no. And then he dies, he yeah. Dies. <laughs> Eight, it is believed that Dickens suffered from OCD. Obsessive compulsive dad bath. Right, I'm not I'm not keen on this one, Ben. You are you are <laughs> trivialising 
an actual condition with this one. I don't know if it's him having... He's the dad having the bats or whether he did bathing of dads. No, I understand. I understand. It's disorder, Ben. We, we both know it. Can we move on from this one? Okay. Number nine. Charles Dickens had regular 12-mile walks to mull over plot lines. Characters okay. depicted in early books were inspired by his walks in Hoxton, including the Artful Dodger, Fagin, Oliver Twist, Sam Weller, Greftus, Mr. Pigwang, Slimer, Sonic and Knuckles, TV Puppet Owl, Spider-Man 2, some vinegar, and Ghost Dad. <laughs> right, so about half of that is... is... <laughs> Oh, God. Stream of consciousness, Ben Bacon nonsense. Uh, no, the correct answer was Hoxton, because, of course, his walks were in Clerkenwell. <laughs> you idiots. Great. That's my Mr. Pigwang. <laughs> Slimer <laughs> was, was the one where it was really, uh, really became clear. No, no, Slimer's in uh, A Tale of Two Cities. No, he's not. He is in the version I've read. <laughs> anyway. Ah, number ten, the final one. Dickens' books have never been out of the toilets. Really? That's, that's your big finale? I'm very tired. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, the past when you were happy. So, there you go. Uh, That concludes the Quiz Compendium special. Thank you to all the people who sent in a question. Uh, Just a bit of fun to sort of uh, break it up. Go and visit all of their things, buy all of their items, and uh, uh, wassail all of their oxen. I don't know. I don't... Yeah. Demand all of their figgy pudding. Yes. Even though, as by now, it's the 30th of December... And if you don't have a birthday on that day, it's just a slog to New Year and it's just getting <laughs> So, uh, thank you to everyone who, who uh, said nice things. Uh, all the things in the Christmas Day one, really, we couldn't do this out with you. Uh, visit us at Don't Let's mm-hmm. Chat. Patreon us. Uh, give yourself the gift of our nonsense for the new year. Uh, Patreon.com yeah. slash Don't Let's Chat. We've got one of them coffee things as well, also slash Don't Let's Chat. If you just think it were worth the price of a coffee, that's lovely. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's all going back into the show at the moment uh, and hosting and all that stuff. So we really do appreciate it. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, this is far too much sincerity for... <laughs> For, well, for 2019. So why don't you say we all just uh, have a quick masturbate? No, what's the word? No, I don't know. Wank. And no. Or get back together in 2020. I mean, I'm fine with the, with the latter part of that sentence, but I don't know. What are you even going for at this Have point? a wank. It's my birthday. No, Ben. Oh... <sighs> Goodbye! Bye! Don't, don't. Oh, don't. Or at least don't tell us. Don't. I'm pressing stop now. And I said, what about breakfast at shop? You can't even have breakfast at, <laughs> you stupid son, idiot! <laughs> I think it's Tiffany's. Yes, Tiffany's. I, I can't Tiffany's. remember the song. Uh, but yeah, it's. it's... <laughs>
Do you remember the film, though? I do. Uh, and I, I, I think I kind of liked it. I didn't. It's got that really, really racist stuff. <laughs> Number seven. Please don't jump in early. Okay. Morecambe and piss. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Morecambe and piss. No, that's not a real thing. Spell M O R E C U F. Here they are now, Morecambe and 